back to the Pete McMurray Show. News Nation just hosted the fourth Republican presidential debate. One of the moderators from News Nation was Elizabeth Vargas. And we welcome Elizabeth back to the show. How are you? I'm great. How are you? First of all, thank you for coming back on the show. We have so much to break down. I want to start with, Elizabeth, the prep for the debate. You have your questions ready to go, but you have to be ready for the attacks. How do you prepare for that? Oh, gosh, we game it all out. And and writing those questions actually took quite some time. We really researched and had to fact check every literally syllable of everything we said to make sure, in fact, that so-and-so said this. When did he say it? Where did he say it? The exact quote, um, especially because Vivek Ramaswamy in several debates and interviews has tried to say he didn't say something. Um, so we needed to have everything there and ready at our fingertips in case one or if he or anybody else challenged uh, whether or not he said that. So we had to have all that ready too. You had to be ready for him because you knew he was going to jump, but I didn't realize, what was it? Was it the last debate where he went after uh, Kristen Welker, right? From NBC? Yeah, and Ronald McDaniel from the chairman of the RNC. So, you know, he didn't do that uh, this time. Um, we were, you know, listen, if he had, we would have just said nothing. This debate is not about us. It's about them. Right. So and, you know, obviously that also is a data point for people watching. You know, what kind of guy just goes after? I, I'm not sure what the strategy is that he's going for in this case. But, yeah, he's very aggressive and uh, will try and say I didn't say that. And we were prepared in case he did. Well, Nikki Haley is leading the number twos. Donald Trump, of course, is up by 30 or 40 points. He's been no-showing to these debates, and we'll get to that in a second because I think it's hurting. It's going to hurt him in the long run. But Nikki Haley was the target. Vivek Ramaswamy spent the evening attacking her. You have to pivot during those moments. Chris Christie came to her defense. Now, in your opinion... Did they work something out behind the scenes? No, no. Really? No, they did not, no. And he's, you know, going after her very aggressively on the campaign trail even now. I think he was just put off, um, as I think we've anecdotally heard many people and voters were, by the personal attacks that Vivek was launching, not just at Nikki, but also at Chris Christie. You know, calling her dumb, saying my three-year-old could find this on a map and you can't. How stupid are you? I mean, that's, and as Chris Christie put it, you can have a lot of big policy disagreements with Ambassador Haley. I do, he said. But personal insults are beneath this campaign and beneath this debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also at one point suggested Chris Christie go off stage and find a nice meal. So it's really gross. I, I, I just, you know, this is the kind of thing that I teach my my teenage kids not to do. Right, and, of course. And there you are on the debate stage with people running for president, you know, engaging in just really, you know, personal, nasty attacks, below the belt attacks. You, everything about you've done or said in public life is fair game. But don't be don't say something like she's stupid, because even if you think it, you shouldn't be saying it. Why is that? Be, why, be smarter. Elizabeth, why is that accepted now on national TV? When did that start? Did it start oh, in 2016 know, or was it before much, that? You know, a few years before that, too. But, you know, I think it's a combination of things. And. You know, just spend an hour on social media. Um, nobody has attacked me for the debate, which I was completely ready to hear. But and I'm really, you know, I'm really proud. I think it reflects the amount of work. And trust me, we put in an extraordinary amount of work trying to craft very smart, pointed questions to 
pin these guys down and mm-hmm. women, you know, all of the candidates down on what they think and what they believe and how they would lead, as well as to ask very pointed questions about Donald Trump, the, you know, the person not on the stage and the person who is dominating everybody there. You've interviewed countless world leaders throughout your career. You've never hosted a debate. Is that right? I never have. This was my first. It was a real honor. Could work. Apparently, the the American public loved you since uh, you didn't get attacked on social media. Well, maybe there's something I haven't read. (laughs) I'm sure there is, but uh, no. We're talking with Elizabeth Vargas. Can we run through the candidates for a second? I'll give you my opinion, and you can give yours if you'd like. Uh, Nikki Haley, I think she looks smart. She looks presidential. She is hitting stride right now, especially after the last debate. Well, she played it safe in in our debate, I think. Um, she has a lot of momentum behind her. She had a lot of momentum going into the debate. And then I interviewed Chris Sununu the morning after, and he had he told me on my show that I'm, I'm getting ready to endorse. And sure enough, four days later, five days later, he endorsed Governor Haley. He was considering all three governors, as he put it, because she's also former governor. She's a former ambassador. Right, right. Um, and that's a huge thing in New Hampshire. Chris Sununu, the governor there, is in immensely popular. And you have to remember, New Hampshire, it allows independents and Democrats to vote as well. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens in New Hampshire. But she sure has a ton of momentum going for her right now. Ron DeSantis, he has been flat, in my opinion, since he announced he was running. He, It's, it's starting to fizzle out, in my opinion. Well, he had the best debate of the four debates uh, with us in Alabama, Everybody agrees, pretty much even people who don't support him, that that was his best debate performance. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. He's just not catching fire. He has put a lot of time and energy into Iowa. He's been to all 99 counties. He is hitting very hard his stand on abortion because the evangelical vote in Iowa is huge and he's trying to appeal to it. But I'm not sure what his game plan is past Iowa. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, I asked him a very pointed question in that debate about whether or not he thought Donald Trump was mentally fit to be president because his own campaign is running ads saying he's not. And he refused to come out and say that. And, you know, look, regardless of what you believe, if you're going to beat somebody, you got to attack that person. You have to really go to the mat and say, this guy can't do it. Here's why. Mm-hmm. and Here's why I'm better. And I don't think if you do if if you fail to do that, you fail to make the case for why any of those people should say, oh, I'm not going to change. I'm not going to vote for Donald Trump. I'm going to vote for Ron DeSantis instead. You hit the nail on the head. He's been wishy-washy. He's been on the fence about Donald Trump in all of these debates. You're absolutely well, so is right. Ambassador Haley, to be fair. She isn't you know, she's a little wishy-washy, too, around that. Less so. But. You know, they both have been too cautious. Vivek Ramaswamy seems like an overzealous student council president to me. I feel like he's going to go away very, very soon. Your opinion? Yeah, well, Chris Christie called him an obnoxious blowhard on the debate stage. And, and based on my <laughs> the Twitter best line of the and, debate <laughs> and uh, um, and social media comments, there are a lot of people who agree with him. Listen, uh, I think he has other uh, ambitions in mind. He has no chance of winning this nomination, I don't think. He's polling, you know, very low behind DeSantis and Haley. And uh, and I'm not really sure, you know, he's he's sort of the surrogate Trump on that debate stage, making all Trump's attacks for yep, him. Yep. Um, and he's smart. 
listen, he's a very smart guy mm-hmm. and in some ways can be very oddly charming. You know, after the debate, he and his <laughs> wife came up and I had interviewed his wife as well on my show a few weeks ago. And she said, it's so lovely to meet you in person. <laughs> so, there, you know, it's sort of like, wow, were you watching your husband just now? You know, are you down with that? Are you cool with him calling women dumb and overweight people right. you know, fat? You know, it's just really something. But anyway, he's... uh He's a very smart man. He's very ambitious. He's gotten very far in life. I'm sure he's got a game plan. I don't think even he thinks. I don't know what he thinks. Maybe maybe he thinks he's got a shot at the White House. I think he's angling maybe for a job in a Trump White House. A hundred percent. I thought the exact same thing. And finally, Chris Christie. I like Chris. I like his message, but people just hate him. I don't understand yeah. it. I know he's from New Jersey, but there's just a huge hate factor with Chris Christie. Yeah, I I don't understand it either. Um, I think he is incredibly smart. I think he also had a really good debate in Alabama, um, and I'm not the only one who thinks so. I think in one one of the previous debates, he he just never sort of launched properly, but Mm -hmm. he did in this one and managed to interject himself in ways that were interesting. Um, After the second time Ron DeSantis refused to answer my question, he called him out on it, and they got into a big debate. And so I I don't know, for whatever reason, I think Trump voters have never forgiven him for turning on Trump. I think other voters don't trust him because he was once allied with Trump. Not really sure why he's not taking fire, but he's vowed to stay in the race as long as possible. And I think he sure does make it interesting. The Iowa caucus numbers point to Trump in a landslide, but Nikki Haley gaining ground in New Hampshire. Is this now a two-person race? No, not yet. No. If it were a two-person race, Nikki Haley would be doing better because she could consolidate, you know, support from Christie and DeSantis and even Ramaswamy. But they're still in and dividing the field. It's not a two-person race, unfortunately, for Nikki Haley. The Iowa caucuses, January 15th, New Hampshire is the 23rd, followed by Nevada, South Carolina before Super Tuesday on March 5th. The Trump campaign says that they want to have it wrapped up before Super Tuesday, all the delegates. Do you think he can do it? I don't know. Mathematically, he, I guess he could, but right. um, I don't know. I think that New Hampshire might not go according to plan for him. It'll be really interesting to see what happens there. So New Hampshire is so interesting because if you can catch and wait, fire there. And by there, the way, Pete, yes, he, there are massive expectations now attached to Trump and his candidacy. So he's been so far out in the lead and he has denigrated the other candidates so much that if he fail, even if he wins big, but he doesn't win as big as the polls have showed he's winning, mm-hmm. it can people will spin that as, uh-huh, he doesn't have quite the dominating lead that we all thought he had. And therefore, maybe is he weaker? In other words, there's a, pr- a certain unique pressure to being in the lead by as much as he is in the lead. When you win, but not by as much as the polls show you winning, it's perceived in some quarters as not doing as well as we thought you were going to do. Right. So we don't know in Iowa. Will he win Iowa as dominantly as the polls show him leading in Iowa? I don't know. But if he doesn't, some people will say there's vulnerability there. And New Hampshire, I think, is the one to watch because of the cross voting, you know, the ability for independents and Democrats to vote. Always great to have you on the show. Check her out on News Nation. It's Elizabeth Vargas. Thanks so much. Thank you. Great to be with you. You too. All right. Take care. There's a time and place for everything. We need somebody in the White House who absolutely is going to be a fighter when it counts. And 
And when I said they were bought and paid for, I meant the Republican establishment, not the Democratic establishment. More of the Pete McMurray Show next.